Welcome back to the Shortsleeve Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Shortsleeve. Join me each week as we embark on a journey to help you achieve your wildest travel dreams. Whether you're a seasoned traveler or new to the adventure, I'll guide you in exploring the world on your terms. No matter your situation or experience, I'll show you how to fill in your life with as much travel as you desire. This city seems to whisper secrets of history and art. There's a sense of timelessness where iconic landmarks stand in harmonious contrast to the cozy cafes and cobblestone streets. Each morning, the aroma of freshly baked croissants and espresso wafts around corner bakeries. Parisians, with an unmistakable sense of style, glide past in a dance of elegance. At night, the city shimmers as the Seine River reflects the glittering Eiffel Tower. Welcome to Paris. I've been so lucky as to spend time in Paris during all four seasons, and I'm your travel expert whether you want to visit Paris one day, have just arrived for the first time and don't know where to begin, or if you've lived in this city all your life. At the very end, I'll tell you about the best night I've ever had in Paris. I was with a big group of my college friends, and we were staying at my friend's parents' loft. His parents are diplomats. This apartment is gorgeous, though. They have beautiful art covering the entire apartment, crown molding, all painted white, and they're three blocks from the Eiffel Tower. So their rooftop view for sunset and wine was absolutely incredible. Anyways, in this episode, I'll touch on five different big topics. The first being where to stay. I'll give you luxury, trendy, and budget options. My favorite are going to be the trendy options, but I've spent the most time staying at the budget options. Second, I'll get into how to get around, as if not renting a red Vespa is an option. And third, I'll talk about French fashion. I'm obsessed with Parisian women and how they style themselves. Fourth, I'll get into navigating the top tourist destinations, sprinkling in a little local flavor that I've learned from my Parisian friends who live there. And fifth, I'll tell you a little history of Paris as well, so that you have a good idea as to how the history was formed and what makes it the way it is today. So let's get into it. What does everyone go to Paris to see? Of course, obviously, the Eiffel Tower. But let me give you some interesting information about it. So originally, it was actually red. And if you've been to Tokyo and seen the red tower there, it's the exact same as the Eiffel Tower. And now the Eiffel Tower is Eiffel Tower Brown. That's the official color. And if you want to paint your house Eiffel Tower Brown, you can. It's a very common color used. A fun fact is that the Eiffel Tower, due to temperature changes, makes it so that it can expand and contract. And the height varies by six inches throughout the year, depending on if it's a hot summer day or the middle of winter. It also moves six inches in the wind, so it does sway back and forth. Sometimes people think they're crazy to see it swaying, but you just might see that on a windy day. You'll definitely need to get tickets online in advance because this books up and everyone wants to get into the Eiffel Tower. There are three different floors within the Eiffel Tower that you can visit if you have a reservation. The first floor has a glass floor and there's this buffet restaurant area and so you can go in there and enjoy that. The second floor has shops, restaurants, and another glass walkway. And the third floor is the summit. This is the highest point with panoramic views and a champagne bar. It is a must do, especially if you're getting engaged or with someone that you love in Paris. The second main attraction, of course, is going to be the Louvre Museum. 
That's where you can find the Mona Lisa. Now you should know that you need a reservation in advance to go in and see the Mona Lisa because it's the most famous painting in the world. Now I have a question for you. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Do you know? So Da Vinci painted it and it is so small. I think you might be a bit shocked when you see it for the first time. But what's interesting is there's this illusion in the painting. So her smile appears to change when you look at her from different angles. So what I recommend is go to see the Mona Lisa, but walk around the room and see it in different ways and really try to enjoy it. You can walk in, you say, I've seen the Mona Lisa. There it is. It's tiny. It's underwhelming. And you walk out, but really try to enjoy it and actually try to understand why it's so famous. Just take an extra long look at it. It was famously stolen in 1911 for two years. This man, he stole it and brought it back to his apartment in Paris, and his goal was to bring it to Italy, where he thought the painting truly belonged. His punishment actually wasn't that strict. He was only in prison for one year and 15 days, and then he went on to join the French army. So hopefully the punishment is a little bit more than that these days. But what I find fascinating is within the Louvre, you'll see these huge painted tapestries with intricate details They'll be 20 feet tall by 15 feet wide, and they're gorgeous and so impressive. People are just walking past those and not even acknowledging them and then only going in to see the Mona Lisa. So definitely enjoy the rest of the Louvre while you're there too. The last two major landmarks that you have to see, and I like to see both of these each time I'm in Paris, one being the Arc de Triomphe and two being the Champs-Élysées. The Arc de Triomphe was commissioned by Napoleon, a little history for you, and underneath it is the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, so go there, take a photo, tell your parents that you're doing something cultural and historical. You might have seen this, but in 2021, there was a temporary art installation put onto the Arc de Triomphe for two weeks. It was wrapped in blue fabric and then fastened on there with red rope, sparked a ton of discussion, and it went viral all over the world. Paris does a great job of keeping their historical landmarks relevant and timely and keeping discussion around them. The Arc de Triomphe sits at the top of the Champs-Élysées, which is the high-end fashion street with all the big brands. I think fashion designers, it's their dream to just see this street, let alone actually get to sell their goods on the street. And then if you veer off to the left or the right of the Champs-Élysées, you'll find many second-hand stores, which I love to explore. Two movies that feature the Champs-Élysées is Ratatouille and La La Land. There are a few iconic scenes in both of those movies on this high-end fashion street. Unlike other European cities, there's never really a bad time to visit Paris, but the best time, in my opinion, is going to be spring. This is when the weather is very mild, the flowers are in bloom, you can enjoy a nice park picnic, and this is also when the French Open, the tennis tournament happens, so... If you're going in the spring, try to plan around that. The summer's lovely, but it's very crowded and popular, so the city's bustling with energy. The fall is also excellent. It's romantic and very cozy. The leaves change, and there's a bit of a chill in the air, and it's known for having many wine festivals in the fall. And finally, the winter's less crowded, but Paris is very festive in the wintertime with a ton of outdoor winter markets and Paris Fashion Week. If you're lucky, you might even see some snowfall. In between all of your museum hopping, you're going to want to enjoy some incredible meals in Paris. Parisians take mealtime very seriously, and you'll notice this because cafes and bistros are everywhere. It's truly a way of life. The French like to enjoy leisurely, multi-course, long meals with many cigarette breaks in between. 
Bread and wine are a staple of every single meal, as is cheese. You need to try a freshly baked croissant, a buttery crispy flake, or a baguette, crisp on the outside and soft on the inside. Don't knock this next one until you try it, escargot, which is snails, and in Paris they like to cook these in garlic and parsley butter. They are truly to die for. And then you can have that as an appetizer and then enjoy some steak frites, which is a beloved classic in Paris. For dessert, a French crepe, either a sweet one with Nutella and bananas, or a savory one with ham and cheese, which is what I would go for. And finally, the most classic French dessert, a macaroon. But I'm not going to send you to La Durée. I'm going to send you to a place called Pierre. So it's P-I-E-R-R-E-H-E-R-M-E. So anyone who's Parisian or French knows that La Durée is not the spot. Pierre is. Pierre has just incredible macaroons. They taste so good and they're really not commercial, so give it a shot and skip La Durée. Once you've filled up on baguettes and macaroons, it's time to shop. Paris is the fashion capital of the world, and that's coming from me, someone who lives in New York City, where there's constant fashion. Parisian fashion is marked by elegant quality pieces, very timeless, sophisticated, and what I love is it's all about minimal makeup, effortless hair, and individuality. The most common thread that I notice on Parisians is that they wear confidence, and this is what really makes them stand out. Let's take a brief step back. How to arrive in Paris. So you're likely going to fly into Charles de Gaulle, that's C-D-G, and from there, how to get downtown because it is pretty far. You could take an Uber. Now this will cost you 60 euros. That's the flat rate. All cabs, Ubers, ride shares, they need to be charging 60 euros. And it's a 45 minute ride without traffic. But what I recommend you should do every single time, no matter what, is take the train. The train is only 30 to 40 minutes. It costs you just a few euros. It's quicker. It's efficient. It is clean. It's lovely. So please do that and don't spend all of your money on an Uber. Once you get downtown, there are really only a few ways to get around. You're not going to need a rental car unless you're going to be traveling outside of Paris. And even then, you can take the train to most places that you want to go. What I love to do is take the subway. It's cheap. It's reliable. It's clean. Lovely. Truly and it's easy to navigate. My one word of caution about the subway is to be wary of pickpockets. Oftentimes these are just young French kids who are trying to cause a little trouble, but just be careful and keep your things zipped up. If you're looking to indulge a bit more, go rent a Vespa. You will have a great time and you can zip all over the city and get to some really cool spots that way. Make sure you get a red one. In terms of accommodation, I always think in three different categories. The first being luxury, And there are three hotels that really fit this category, the first being the Shangri-La. Of course, this is the best location, as it is in every city. Unparalleled views. Each room there has a gorgeous view of the Eiffel Tower. The next two options are the Four Seasons and the Ritz, both of which have Michelin star restaurants right in the hotel. The Four Seasons is next to the Champs-Élysées, so that's a good place if you want to do a lot of shopping. And the Ritz is right next to the Louvre, so that's a good place if you want to be enjoying art and spending time in the gardens. Now moving on to the three hotels that I'm most likely to stay at and have stayed at in the past the most. First being Hoxton. This is the trendy, vibey, cool hotel. So it's very vintage and contemporary. It's vibrant. It's got the great Soho House vibe. You'll find other young people staying there, young couples, 
solo travelers, and this will run you about 150 euros a night, but it's worth it. The last two are actually going to be hostels, and I've spent the most nights staying in these two hostels. The first being Les Piales, L-E-S-P-I-A-U-L-E-S, or The Generator, which is a big hostel brand. But both of these have rooftop terraces, and they'll run you only 18 euros a night. It's a great way to meet other people that you want to travel around the city with. If you're traveling by yourself, if you're a young girl, you can stay here and have the best time. It's actually, Les Piales is one of the best hostels in the world, in my opinion. How much time do you need to spend in Paris? Well, in my opinion, the absolute minimum is two days. Those are going to be two 12-hour days, and you'll be running all over the city, and you'll need to come back. There's so much to see and do. But the maximum amount of time is going to be a lifetime. I think you can stay in the city forever, or stay in the country of France forever, and have plenty to do and see and explore. What I love about Paris is that it's a melting pot of diverse people and diverse food, very similar to New York City, but with the French vibe and the French flair. And so you can spend a long time there and really enjoy it. The best day trip that you can do from Paris is going to Versailles. Versailles is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. It has beautiful opulent rooms and gorgeous gardens that you can go stroll through. My favorite thing at Versailles is the Hall of Mirrors. My friend, actually his family, modeled their bathroom after the Hall of Mirrors, so they have all of the walls, the ceiling, and the floor made out of mirrors. But the Hall of Mirrors has 400 mirrors lining the wall opposite arched windows, reflecting gardens. This iconic landmark shaped European history. It was where the Treaty of Versailles was signed, which is what ended World War I. So the Hall of Mirrors is a, a symbol of peace, and it's beautiful. I really recommend you going to see that. Some helpful information that I want to give you when you're going to Paris is, first, always say bonjour. Bonjour. I don't know how to speak French, but if you just make a little bit of an effort and you say bonjour, you're going to be much better received than if you walk in and say hello. But I want to take this a bit further because you can definitely handle it. What I would like you to say is learn how to say, excuse me, do you speak English? And do this everywhere, but especially do it in Paris because the French are known to be not the most friendly people in the entire world, but if you just make a little bit of an effort to show that you're trying to meet them where they are, you're going to be much better received and you'll have a better experience. So, excuse me, do you speak English? Excusez-moi, parlez-vous anglais? I might not have a good accent, I might not say it correctly, but it's always well received and appreciated. Some other helpful information, just fast facts for you. The currency is the euro. The language spoken there is French, of course, but English is very common in all the touristy areas. The converter that you need is a type E converter. This is the two round prongs. Tap water is safe to drink in Paris. And the phone number to call the police is not 911, it's 112. But if you're trying to reach the police specifically, dial 17. And if you're trying to reach medical help, a hospital or an ambulance, dial 15. As promised, I have to tell you my story about the best night in Paris. So I was staying with my friend Elliot at his parents' loft, just a few blocks away from the Eiffel Tower, and he brought us to this hidden fondue restaurant. Now, if you message me on Instagram, I will tell you the name of this restaurant, but I really want to keep it a secret because it's just truly a gem and such a wonderful place. But I'll tell you, so just reach out to me and I'm happy to tell you where it is and how to find it. 
At this fondue restaurant, you can color on the tables, you can color on the walls. They give you pens and markers and crayons. And they serve all of their wine out of glass baby bottles with like the nipple top. And we just had so much wine because when you're drinking out of a baby bottle, you don't realize how much you're consuming. We got so silly. We were dancing on the benches, coloring on the tables, coloring on the walls, having the best time ever. And then from there, we ran to the subway and hopped on a train that took us to the Eiffel Tower. We got there right at midnight and the Eiffel Tower lit up, sparkling. And we were so drunk, running around, playing music, being silly, and we perfected the dirty dancing routine. I ran to my friend Elliot and he put out his arms and grabbed me on my waist and lifted me up into the air and all these people were taking pictures of us and... I think it was a feat that we were only able to accomplish because we had had some lovely Parisian wine. But I will post some photos right after I post this episode of us doing the dirty dancing routine because it's pretty impressive, I'm not going to lie. Now, where to go from here? So if you want to travel south, I recommend Bordeaux, France. This is the beautiful countryside, but it's still a nice city that you can go visit. They have some of the best red wine in the entire world. And then if it's summertime, of course, head to the French Riviera, Saint-Tropez, Monaco, the beach, gorgeous blue water. If you want to head north of Paris, go to Normandy. Make no mistake, Normandy is a beach, but it's not going to look anything like Saint-Tropez. And then I also find that Paris is the perfect launching point for the rest of Europe. So I recommend you check out Prague. This is a country that is not explored enough, in my opinion, but you can get a 25 cents beer there. And it's a medieval castle city. It's where I studied abroad. But that will be a story for another time. Thank you for listening and thank you for hanging out with me. I really appreciate all of you who do come listen. And if you enjoyed this, you can subscribe to the Short Sleeve Travel Podcast. New episodes coming out each week. You can also follow me on Instagram at catshortsleeve. That's K-A-T. If you want to see what I'm up to. You can also follow me on TikTok or Facebook or YouTube, Snapchat, all at Cat Shortsleeve. What are we going to talk about next week? I can't wait. Thank you. Talk to you soon.